and certainly heightened by the fact that we are the Jets. In Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it! And the Big Ten Championship is in Champaign! They rush the floor! And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois. It's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. I might even put a flyer on Derek Carr being the MVP. And Eric Fry. And if you're wrong, you're wrong. But at least I have the guts to step up and make something happen. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Another day to another show. The starting lineup We're here on 98.9 The Game here until the noon hour on ESPN Radio. What's happening out there? Two guys, two local guys talking about local sports coming up. Talk about everything that happened in the world of basketball there last night. We had some boys basketball action. We had some girls basketball, of course, conference tournaments going on on that side of things and we'll take the uh, schedule for uh, today as well and we'll begin conference tournaments on the horizon we got some uh, boys basketball tournaments going to be beginning uh, next week and some even begin on a Friday as we'll take a look at the uh, NTC boys brackets and we'll take a look at the uh, boys brackets on the uh, Lincoln Prairie conference side because the conference tournament begins mm-hmm. In just two days, so we'll hit up on that. And we'll also be taking a look at the NBA action from last night. Light schedule, but we did have that uh, Jokic versus Embiid matchup, and we'll see how that shook out, and we'll take a look at what's going down tonight. We'll also be hitting up on some other national sports. We'll take a look at some college basketball that went down there last night. They had that rivalry game in Indiana, so... We'll take a look at uh, that and the schedule for today. And we might even have time here on the program to squeeze in a little hockey today as well. So uh, stick around uh, for uh, that and see how everything is shaking up here in the month of uh, January for that. And whatever you don't get to here in the Treasure Show, we get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of uh, fashion there. You know where to find that. Favorite podcasting uh, formats and our website fmradio.com is also a good source for that as well. Mm-hmm. All righty. So uh, that is what we got here on a tap for today and uh, see whatever else we can uh, get into here today and uh, stumble into. So, uh, all right, let's hit it up and uh, let's get it started with our first segment. And we like to call this first things first. 
before we get into the show. First things first. And we're starting out in uh, the Association of uh, Basketball. And we had uh, three games in the NBA last night. And we had that highly anticipated uh, matchup between Jokic and Embiid. Don't know necessarily they uh, guarded each other that much, or if at all. Don't remember seeing him in the game mm-hmm. one-on-one at all, like we thought we would. Center versus center. But... Neither here nor there. Uh, 76ers won this one 126-121 to over the uh, Nuggets. And uh, Joel Embiid, 41 points last night. 41 points, 10 assists. Travis's eighth 40-point game of the season. And very quietly, Joel Travis, 18 straight 30-point games. Huh? That's impressive. He's also had 17 straight 30-point double-doubles. Mm. Last night he had 10 assists and yep. was one rebound short. He also passed the 1,000-point mark this season, reached 1,000 points within his first 29 games since James Harden in 2019-2020. And Embiid is averaging, Travis, a point per minute this season. Point per minute, that seems pretty good. That's very impressive. He's averaging 35.1 points per season. Only six players have averaged 35 points in a season in NBA history. Those are, you ready? Tell me which one does not belong in this list, Travis. Okay. James Harden. All right. Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. Okay. Elgin Baylor. Mm-hmm. Wilt Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. And Rick Barry. Hmm. You got to eliminate Jordan from that list? No, I believe Rick Barry's the, the odd oh, one out there. Oh, the odd one out yes. there? Yes. Or James Harden. Yes. Uh, Jokic finished 25 points, 19 rebounds, and 3 assists. Had 11 offensive rebounds, the most in a game in his career. However, this is the first time an imposing center had more points and assists than Jokic in a game this season. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, the primary defender on Embiid was Aaron Gordon. Uh, he defended him for 32 half-court matchups. And Embiid finished with 16 points on 5 of 8 shooting versus Aaron Gordon. Mm. They did go one-on-one. Um, when they did, Embiid had 14 points on 8 shots when guarded by Jokic in the half court. Jokic had 7 points on 5 shots versus Embiid. So, mm. it was a high-scoring affair in the first half. Game tied at 78 at halftime. So, most combined points in a tie game at the half in the shot clock era. Wow. It's also the sixth game in shot clock era to feature both teams with 78-plus points at half. All six instances have involved either the 76ers or the Nuggets. How about that? Mm. It's a random stat for you. Yeah. So. Random Nugget. Yes. Ah, random Nugget. Mm-hmm. 76 of those, right? Yep. Ah, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so that's all I had on that one. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Joel got the best of the Nuggets there. And yep. uh, 76ers improved to a 26 and a 13 of this season if the season ended today on january 17th uh the 76ers would be the three seed very quiet right now by the way four and a half back of the celtics who are on top of the eastern conference right now yep. and the nuggets also would be slotted into that uh third spot uh there in the west but they're neck and neck with the uh, thunder uh the thunder they have one less loss 
than the Nuggets Mm -hmm. uh, there, why they would get the edge as the uh, two right now. Speaking of uh, the uh, Thunder, they were in action uh, last night as well, and uh, they picked up a loss, and it was with the hands of the Los Angeles Clippers. 128 to 1 is 17 was the uh, final. So the uh, Clippers win here, and Thunder lose back-to-back nights in L.A. And Paul George, Travis, was the man. Season high, 38 points, 28 in the second half. In fact, in the fourth quarter, he outscored the Thunder 18 to 16 in the final 8-15 of the game. Hmm. His 18 points in the fourth quarter are tied for the second most in a fourth quarter since joining the Clippers. So, um, yeah, 28 in the second half. That's tied for the most points in a half since joining the Clippers in 2019-2020. He also had 28 points in the second half versus the Pacers on December 31st, 2022. So, there you go. And uh, George also passed last night Paul Pierce for 12th most three-pointers in NBA history. Mm. He made six of them on Tuesday. So, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden each had 16 points. For Harden, he passed Reggie Miller for 22nd most points in NBA history. The Clippers also finished with 10 blocks or most in a game this season. So, yeah, it was a, a good night. Uh, Shea Gilchrist Alexander had 19 points on 6-16 shooting. Snapped his streak of 20 consecutive games with 20-plus points. Also, his third game this season scoring fewer than 20 points. Mm. That was thanks to Kawhi, who was held him on 0 points, 0 of 3 shooting across 14 half-court possessions. Yeah, and uh, Kawhi, he had a quiet night, 16 points Yep, for the Clips. Yep. But I guess he brings that impact on defense Yep, and as again, well he always has. Paul George is putting up 13, and Kawhi's putting up 16, and James Harden's adding 16. That's a lot of points right there. Yeah, it's fair. So, I mean, there, there's almost 70 points just the three of those players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you get anything from uh, else? Russell Westbrook yeah. off I the bench. I always forget he's on the team. Yeah, he came off the bench, 11 points last night. Not much else, but and not much else happening there on the bench either for the uh, Clippers, but they picked up the uh, W over OKC there. And OKC, speaking of uh, quietly, we said the 76ers are quietly up there in the standings of Thunder. Are as well. I mean, the cast of characters, you know, Shea Gilders Alexander, of course. Chad Holmgren has been a lot of hype about him and uh, finally getting to play this season. And a giddy, both on the court and off the court, making news uh, this season. Mm-hmm. But really, it's just other cast of characters. I mean, Jalen Williams. Who? Jalen Williams, the second uh, first-round pick out of Santa Clara. Averaging 18 points a game this season. And I guess one of the impact players, he led all scorers for OKC last night. 25 points for them. Mm. Coming out of nowhere. Yep. Prior to Santa Clara. All right. Uh, like I said, they currently, if the season ended today, yep. Thunder would be the two spot right there. 16-5 and five at home. 11-8 and eight on the road. Yep. I guess the, th- the Nuggets aren't much better. Only one game above 500 on the road and 17 and four at home. So, um, and at the season and today, the Clippers would right be behind both of those teams at the four spot. Uh, there, only other game there last night was the uh, Suns matching up with the uh, Kings, and it was the Suns with the victory 119 over the Kings 117. At 22 point comeback 
for the King uh, for the Suns. They trailed by 22 in the fourth quarter. Finished the game, Travis, on a 32 to eight run in the final 8:15 of the game to get the win. It's the largest comeback in the fourth quarter since the Thunder against the Heat in August 2020. Suns were down 20 in the final eight minutes. Their second team in the last 25 seasons to overcome a deficit of 20 points points within the final eight minutes of the fourth quarter, joining the Kings, who did it over the Timberwolves January 27th. 2020 and how did this happen well the suns went small down the stretch using durant at center with booker beal allen and gordon over the final five minutes they outscored the kings 23 to 4 and shot seven of eight from the field including five of six on threes suns assisted on all seven field goals with this lineups and had two blocks and two steals and durant took over scoring 15 of his 27 points in the fourth quarter it's the most points in a fourth quarter this season don't forget the suns came into the game with a minus 143 point differential in the fourth quarter, the worst of any team in the NBA. So definitely stepped it up last night. So, um, But the comeback um, would not have been possible without Grayson Allen, who made it nine three-pointers, tied for the most three-pointers in a game in Suns history. He's also the first player to make nine three-pointers in multiple games in Suns history, as he did earlier this month versus the Heat. Sacramento, by the way, had a 99.9% chance to win this game in the fourth quarter per ESPN's win probability. And you look at the the probability uh, <laughs> figure, it's just all the way up there, 99.9, yeah. and then just nosedives. Yep. So <laughs> a, a great comeback there for the Suns. Wow, nice comeback there from uh, Phoenix. And yep. I wondered how Grayson Allen was the top performer yep. with 29 points, but nine I guess when you that. make nine threes, yep. that helps a lot. Yep, yep. 9 of 14. Kings have now lost three straight games, tied for their longest losing streak of the season. Their last two games, they have blown a 22-point lead in the fourth quarter versus the Suns and lost on a game-winning buzzer beater by Dame Lillard in overtime. Those are oh, yeah, two tough right. losses back-to-back uh, -back for the Kings. So they got to turn it around here. Mm. Yeah, especially this one, having yep. such a big lead. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're yep. having it all go down. Mm. And Sabonis, real quick. Yep. 21 points, 12 rebounds, and 11 assists. He recorded his 43rd career triple-double, which tied Fat Lever for 11th most in the NBA history. Fat Lever? Fat Lever. Hmm. The famous Fat Lever. I say, hmm, star right there. Yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, and uh, I didn't know that Eric Gordon plays for the Suns. That's right. The ghost of Eric Gordon. Yes. First round pick. In Fat Lever was a two-time All Star and was on the '86 '87 All NBA team. Yeah, so a little bit earlier. Played in the '80s. Played yeah. for the Blazers, the Nuggets, uh, and the Mavericks. That seems like a guy that would have played in like the '60s. From '83, Travis to '94. Wow. Eleventh wow. overall pick in the '82 uh, draft. Hmm. How about that? How about that? Fat Lever. Fat Lever. Hmm. Averaged 13.9 points for his career. <laughs> nice. And six rebounds and six assists. That's not bad for a career. For a point guard and a shooting guard. Yeah. Only 6'3". I think he'll get six rebounds out of a 6'3 point guard at, for his career. You'll take that. Yeah, especially playing in those days. Oh, yeah. For sure. You yep. wouldn't be surprised if that happens today, but yep. maybe back then. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. There you go. Uh, there. I didn't know you're getting Fat Lever talked today. No, I did not think that Fat Lever was going to come up in the conversation. He had, he had 22 rebounds in a game, Travis. Wow. That's pretty, again, pretty good. Pretty good for a guard. 43 triple doubles. Nice. 
so uh, the uh, Kings, if they uh, season ended today, they would be in the play-in tournament. They're currently the seventh spot. They're a half game out of both the Pelicans and the Mavericks. Uh, there and the Suns are right behind them at the eighth spot at six and a half back uh, there. So they would be in the play-in slot there. And uh, Lakers and Rockets are battling it out for the final playoff spot. And the Warriors are on the outside looking in currently right now mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Like the Pelicans are number six uh, there. Uh, all right, so uh, let's see what's happening uh, tonight. Uh, the Pistons are uh, back in action. Can they make it back-to-back games? Well, we'll see. Uh, they are against the uh, Timberwolves. Uh, the uh, Timberwolves are favored by 11.5 points. If you're interested on ESPN bet. Uh, Magic up against the uh, Hawks. Uh, the uh, Spurs matched up in uh, Boston to take on uh, the uh, Celtics. Celtics favored by 15 and a half in that one, of course. All eyes on Victor Wimbayama. Yeah. Uh, there and Jason Tatum. Yep. Star of that show. Uh, the Bucks in uh, Cleveland to take on uh, the uh, Cavs. The Rockets in New York to take on the Knicks. I was going to say that Bucks Cavs game, Travis, be on the lookout because when Antetokounmpo and Lillard go against Donovan Mitchell, they each put up points. Two of Lillard's 15 50-point games have come against Mitchell, and Antetokounmpo scored 50 against Mitchell and the Jazz as well. So hmm. they both show up. So using those numbers, Travis, we're looking at 100 points just from those two. Not really, but <laughs> Antetokounmpo averages 33.5 points per game against Donovan Mitchell. Lillard averages 30 points a game against Donovan Mitchell. So therefore, you're looking at 63 points right there from those two players tonight. Wow. So go over. I was going to say, so you're saying go that- over. Take the over in yes. the Bucks, Cavs. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we'll see how much they can score tonight. Uh, the Heat are in Toronto to take on the Raptors. Hornets against the uh, Pelicans. Pelicans favored by 12 and a half in that one. Uh, the Mavs up against the Lakers in L.A. The Nets, Trailblazers, and uh, the Warriors and the Jazz have been postponed for hmm. today. Must be the weather. Must be. Uh, there. Uh, ESPN games tonight is that Bucks and a Cavs game at 6.30. And then the uh, other game on ABC at 7.30 yep. is the Mavs-Lakers. Yep. And the Mavs-Lakers facing off tonight for the third time this season. Dallas won the first two meetings by a combined five points. The last four games, though, in Los Angeles between the teams have been eventful. The Mavericks winning each time, 109-104, went on a 15-4 run to end the game. That was back March 1st, 2022. January 23rd of 23, Mavericks won 119-115 in double overtime as uh, Luka played 53 minutes. March 17th, 2023, Mavericks won 111-110 as Max Keebler made a game-winning buzzer beater as time expired. And then November 22nd, 2023, Mavericks won 104-101. The Lakers trailed by 20 entering the fourth quarter. Had the lead with 30 seconds left, but the Mavs scored the final five points to win the game. So you're looking at an eventful game tonight. Hmm. If recent history is anything. Eventful game. Hmm. So, uh, according to uh, Woj and uh, some other NBA insiders, yeah. the Warriors-Jazz game is uh, being postponed due to uh, a Warriors assistant coach having a medical emergency. Oh, no. Uh, so, they are just postponing the game until a later date. Mm. So, no weather, but um, 
the Warriors. Good. Yeah, yeah, Warriors assistant coach. All it says is a medical situation mm. uh, there from uh, Woj. So uh, that's the reason why it's being postponed. Woj bomb tonight. Yeah. So uh, that uh, does it for the uh, NBA for today, and we'll take a look at how the Bucks Cavs matchup shakes out tonight, as well as the Mavs Lakers, mm-hmm. and we'll be back to uh, talk about it tomorrow. All right, uh, so we, we move on here and we uh, take a look at uh, some uh, more uh, local sports, uh, some uh, local basketball from uh, last night, and that's what we're hitting up on uh, coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. It's cold outside, but at McMahon Meats, we have a convenient drive-up window so you can stay in your car. Phone ahead at 217-813-6054 to place your order, and we will hand it to you in your warm car. McMahon Meats offers fresh cuts of beef, pork, chicken, and fish. We also offer a wide variety of sides and appetizers. Stop by today on Route 40, between Teutopolis and Effingham. Check us out online at mcmahonmeats.com or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. This is Lucas Crenning with a message from the Effingham Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together we can save lives. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. If you're just tuning in, this is Fan 23, Fansville's number one sports radio station. Brought to you by Tasty Dr. Pepper. We are settling the great debate, best third quarter snack, hot dogs or nachos? You know my mantra, Doug. Uh, yes. Meaty early, early, cheesy late. late. Well, it looks like we have a caller here to weigh in. Is this Chuck? Popcorn in the third is the move. What? You go with passive snacking after halftime. No, it's nachos. Look, as long as there's a nice cold Dr. Pepper there to wash it down, I'm good with either. Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. And now you go from 72 in a sunny in Atlanta and then uh, 48 degrees in Minnesota uh, for this one. They're indoors. With the Tigers. Okay. They're not indoors. Oh, not anymore. Never mind. <laughs> that has long since been imploded. The starting lineup. Uh, and it's also a Shohei Otani day as yep. he's on the mound against the Guardians. We'll be uh, looking in on a Shohei yep. uh, later Shohei, in the night. Shohei, Shohei, Shohei. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that was. 
It's a chant that they do at like soccer games. Oh, lay, oh, lay, oh, lay, but you kind of were off a little bit. I there. was trying to fit Shohei in there, but it's very hard. It doesn't uh, quite go with the beat. No. I tried, though. It really doesn't. You, you tried. Another team that tried last night was the Hawks. On 98.9, the game. into the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio set up on uh, some more uh, local uh, basketball there from uh, last night and uh, let's just go here from the uh, top of our sports page here so it was in the, the uh, girls basketball in uh, Highland as it was uh, Teutopolis with a, a victory over uh, Belleville East, the 61 to a 35 was the uh, final score there. Topless jumped on them early there, 22 to seven after one quarter, and uh, they established a 47 to 21 lead there at the half, and that was enough to get the win there mm. for the shoes. Uh, let's see, it looks like uh, Chloe Probst led the way. Uh, she had 19 uh, points. Uh, Ruhal added 11 or added 14. Uh, there in the win as well. So let's top us advances on into the uh, consolation bracket uh, there. And I believe they'll be back in action later on today. But we'll take a look at the schedule here in a second. Also, a Waterloo with a victory over Collinsville, 54-51. That's what I should say. Uh, Breeze Martin today over Taylorville, 55-42. And a breeze of Central over Highland, 48-44. And that was in the uh, championship side of the uh, bracket. So it'll be uh, the rivalry in uh, semifinals, I believe. Uh, Modern Day versus Central uh, there. We could just play across town, but we got to go to Highland. Right, to right. play this one in that tournament. Uh, speaking of uh, tournaments, uh, the NTC uh, tournament uh, continued uh, there last night in only uh, two games. Uh, they're in uh, Beecher City, and I was uh, there, and uh, Dominic uh, joined me as well in Beecher City for the first game as Altamont was victorious, and uh, they uh, continue their winning ways here as they start off the uh, tournament. 63-42 to was the uh, final score against uh, South Central uh, there. Uh, Altamont and uh, South Central both had, they were kind of slow out of the uh, gates. It was seemed like it was tied uh, four there for the uh, longest time, and uh, South Central actually, I believe they had the lead at one point at six to four. But uh, Altamont uh, finally got things going, and uh, really, I thought that South Central was kind of hanging around there in the even in the second quarter as well. But kind of all went wrong for them there, and uh, the third started uh, turning the ball over, and I really snow snowballed on them. Uh, Altamont outscored them there in that third quarter, twenty to seven. Uh, there, 
And, you know, if you look at the box score perspective, the stats don't look that impressive uh, for one particular person. Uh, it was just um, a team balanced scoring effort uh, there last night. Everybody getting involved, everybody having uh, contributions. And uh, Grace Nelson didn't even play there in the fourth quarter uh, with a big lead. So uh, she only ended up with uh, 15 points, tying for the uh, team lead with uh, Peyton Osteen with uh, 15 points who uh, knocked down uh, some uh, three-pointers uh, there for Peyton last night. Uh, Lurkins got most of her points in uh, the uh, second half and really the second and third quarter, I believe, uh, there with they started to find her in the post more, and that's what Coach Carr uh, talked about in the uh, post game is, you know, Coach Carr not completely satisfied with everything. There's still everything stuff to uh, be worked on from mm -hmm. a coaching perspective, and that's one of the things they wanted to see more uh, was more post touches. Uh, early on and settling for uh, some shots there in the first half. Uh, but they eventually found uh, Lurkins in the post, and she ended up with 12 points in the game. But that was kind of the point of emphasis for Coach Carr there is just to get into the post more um, and whatnot from last night. And that's what they got to do. You know, when, when Lurkins is in there, they have to take advantage of what she can bring. She's a great post player. And, and they need to take advantage of that to kind of take some of the pressure off their shooters. They have great shooters, but the problem with shooting is sometimes you're hot, sometimes you're cold. And when Altamont's cold, it causes them to get behind, and then I feel sometimes they rush. And they are trying to make, you know, baskets uh, quickly. But at the same time, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So Yeah, and, you know, when the post is working, you can work the uh, inside-out game yep. and pass yep. it out to the three-point yep. shooters. Uh, there in yeah, Altamont started off cold mm -hmm. uh, last night shooting the basketball. So uh, he wanted to see them come out a little bit stronger on a Thursday. You know that Dietrich is going to come to play, oh, yeah. and yeah. they need to match that. And you know, Altamont, I've seen him a couple of times, and I know in that Marshall game mm -hmm. uh, as well, they mm -hmm. kind of came out a little flat. Yep, yep, and whatnot. And I mean, even in the Tuscola game. Uh, a little bit. Um, they were down by five at the first quarter. They're a great second half team. They're a great rallying team. They playing from behind doesn't bother them. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that you have the talent and the team capable to where you don't have to play from behind. You shouldn't get down in order to then start playing your best. You should come out playing your best. Yeah. And sometimes it feels like Altamont for a quarter or a half will kind of play down to their competition a little bit. And then they'll kind of get it going. Yeah. So it takes them a second to mm -hmm. wake up. Uh, their uh, person that brought the energy early on, though, was uh, Bree Grunlow. Yep. And uh, she had nine points. Two of the threes were in the first quarter uh, there to help uh, the Indians get it going uh, there. So Altamont Aid advances on, and uh, they'll advance to the semifinals there on a Thursday to take on a Dietrich in the semifinals at 6 o'clock tip-off. Another rematch for the Lady Indians, but uh, the Maroons and Indians matched up in late November uh, there. Uh, so I know this was a rematch last night as well, but mm -hmm. they just played South Central at the beginning of the month. Uh, but it was late November when they played Dietrich off the uh, Bob Kearns tournament. Uh, there, uh, Webster did lead the way for South Central. She had 15 uh, Calgar. At 14, and she had a lot of offensive rebounds and putbacks the same way she scored in the first matchup as well. But that was the only uh, double-figure scorers uh, there for South Central. 
who will slide to the consolation side of things. And it was uh, Windsor's Two Straws with the uh, victory over North Clay last night. And uh, that one was a 59-248 final score. As North Clay had a, a good a start to the game. And they had a, a 7-0 lead right out of the gates. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is the, the North Clay team that I saw. And when they played Altamont, and uh, then sure enough, before you knew it, Windsor's Two Straws was back in the game, and they eventually took the lead uh, there at halftime, and they had a big third quarter there, 20-10, to 10, and outscored the uh, Cardinals uh, there and ended up uh, pulling out the uh, W there. It was uh, Samantha Hayes with 22 to lead the way for uh, the Hatchets. Uh, Kendra Hayes also added 11, and uh, Kinkler added 10 points uh, there for uh, the Hatchet saying it looks like Ballard was the leading scorer for North Clay. She had 23, uh, and Price was the only other girl in the double figures there for North Clay. So uh, Windsor's two straws advances on there into the consolation side of the NTC bracket. Uh, in the Apollo last night, we had a Charleston pick up the uh, victory over Terre Haute South Vigo. 52-39 to was the uh, final score there. In the Little Illini Conference Tournament in Lawrenceville, it was uh, Mount Carmel with the victory over Alney, 45-26. And we also had uh, um, Robinson with the victory over Paris there last night as well. So in the uh, championship game, it'll be Mount Carmel taking on Robinson there and Paris and Alney uh, will square off in a battle for the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Battle for third place there. And also in the South Central Conference, we had uh, Father McGivney uh, defeat Litchfield 64-11 to as well. In the boys basketball, we had a couple games right off the top that were uh, canceled slash postponed. Uh, Topless saying Danville was postponed, and that will be uh, made up in uh, February, February 7th to be exact there. Uh, we got news later in the day that Altamont and OPH uh, was just straight up canceled, and uh, this game will not be uh, made up uh, there either. So uh, that was just straight canceled. Uh, St. Anthony and uh, Florida did a meeting, and it was St. Anthony with the win, 64-45. So Bulldogs continue uh, their great mm-hmm. season here and uh, to the conference tournament next week. Uh, Flora actually had the one-point lead, though, after one quarter, 14-13. St. Anthony got it going in the middle quarters there and eventually went on to win. Uh, Brock Fierde poured in 25 to lead the way for St. A. Westendorf had 16. Schmidt had 11 uh, there. Uh, Johnson and Young both run double figures for the Wolves, 17-11, and 11 respectively, uh, for them. Uh, Windsor's Two Straws picks up a, a conference win against uh, North Clay, and that one was a 20-point win for the Hatchets. 74-54 to 54 was the uh, final score. And we also had a Dietrich matching up with Effingham, and this game was in a Dietrich last night. And it was Dietrich with the win over the Hearts. A 79-62 was the uh, final. And uh, Effingham had a, a decent start to the game, but uh, Dietrich ended up uh, leading the way there in the first quarter, though, 24-15 to 15 after one quarter. Uh, Effingham did outscore him there in the second, but uh, kept with him in the third, but uh, fourth quarter the Maroons put it away. Uh, Westendorf had a 24, so did a Keck as well, and a Gephardt had a 16 
as well. And uh, uh, Gephardt also uh, had his 1,000th point. Nice. As well last night. Always good when a, so, a kid can get 1,000 points. Yeah. Not in one game, obviously. Well, no, not in one game. <laughs> in his career. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, congratulations there on the 1,000-point mark. Uh, yep. uh, Brockhorn led the way for FEM. He had 24 in the loss. Uh, Shelbyville with the win over Cowden-Herrick Beecher City is 75 at 2 of 57. And with Altamont's cancellation, uh, they'll see Shelbyville on a Friday. Mm-hmm. That'll, that'll be uh, their next game there. Uh, St. Elmo with the win over Martinsville, 63-255, but not the best start for the Eagles. Martinsville actually jumped out to the 16-9 lead after one quarter, uh, but they got it going after that. They outscored them 21-10 in the uh, second quarter. Uh, Atwood, by the way, for SEB, had a 28 in the win, and Schwab also added 15 as well. And uh, South Central and Neoga were supposed to play, but that game was moved mm-hmm. to today. Uh, in that one, uh, Washington defeated Muhammad Seymour 61 55 in Apollo action. Uh, Rantoul was supposed to match up with Mount Zion, but that game has been postponed to a later date until February 5th. So they'll make up that. In the Lincoln Prairie at Arcola with a victory over uh, Sullivan 63 53. Argenta with a win over Unity Christian 65 34. In a game where you were at, Eric, yeah. was the game with Cumberland and Heritage. And Cumberland was victorious, 62-32 to was the final over the Hawks. Yeah, most points of the season for the Pirates. Entering last nice. night's game, 53 was their, their highest point mark they'd made this year, so uh, 62. But it wasn't all, you know, great for the Pirates. They led 33-19 to at the half, Travis, and suddenly, in the, midway through the third quarter, uh, Heritage got in the lead down to six. Mm. At that point, Coach Radel took a timeout, and from that moment on, it was a 24-1 to run for the Pirates. They held Heritage scoreless the rest of the third quarter and got one point in the fourth quarter is all Heritage got as mm-hmm. Cumberland Pirates were able to get it walking away. And the one thing for Cumberland, Travis, they had four players in double figures. That's mm-hmm. a good night for Cumberland. Yeah. Um, you know, led by um, Blake McMeekin had 14. Radel had 12. Um, it was uh, Kelby Bierman with 11. And then Vanetta had 10 points as well for the Pirates. Um he was doing some great work in the post. So yeah. uh, this team keeps maturing and keeps getting better. And I, Travis, I keep telling it to coach, you know, the first year of the Lincoln Prairie, Cumberland entered that tournament not in great shape and they ended up coming out and getting the win in that tournament. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see as we get ready for tournament week, big matchup on Friday to get that tournament kicked off and then a rematch against a, a team that kind of kicked your butt. So if you mm-hmm. win on Friday, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, so we'll take a look at those uh, brackets yes. uh, coming up here in uh, just a second. But, uh, yeah, it was a nice, a solid win uh, there for the Pirates yep. uh, last night. Uh, elsewhere in the uh, little line we had Newton with the uh, victory over Mount Carmel, 68-59. to uh, 59, Or maybe I switched those around. Uh, there it was Mount Carmel picking up the win, actually. Uh, 68 to uh, 59. I'm seeing all sorts of errors here on my uh, okay. sports report late. this morning. Uh, and uh, Wolf led the way for uh, Newton. He had 16. Uh, Gear also had 16 points as well. And uh, Shelby and uh, led the way for Mount Carmel and the Aces. And Olney with a nice victory over Casey, 65 to uh, 44. 
In uh, the Central Illinois Conference, it was Tuscola winning over Warrensboro Latham, 61-45, and Clinton over Macon Meridian, a 74-57. And in the Rick McGraw Memorial Tournament there in Litchfield, we had Triad with a win over Nokomis, 44-29, and Mattoon winning over Greenville, 54-47. And Civic Memorial winning over Litchfield, 74-63. And a local schedule for tonight in a girls basketball in the Vandalia Mid-Winter Tournament. We have FEM victorious the other day. They're going to try to take on the varsity squad for Salem. And Salem's the four-seed there. And that game's at 6 o'clock. And Greenville matched up with Centralia at 7.30. Highland Tournament, I mentioned Teutopolis in action, and they'll be in action at 6.30 approximately. Uh, Civic Memorial and Triad is also going before them, and all Marquette and Nashville matching up at 8 o'clock in another semifinal uh, matchup. In the NTC Tournament, continuing tonight in Beecher City, you got Nioga matching up with uh, the 8 seed at South Central at 6 o'clock, and Cowden and Herrick Beecher City taking on North Clay at 7.30. The Little Illini Conference Tournament in the 7th place game, we got Lawrenceville against Marshall at 6 o'clock. And the 7.30 game is in 5th place, Newton versus Casey Westfield. Uh, Clinton is at Moreau of Forsyth, and uh, the Salem Invitational Tournament begins tonight as well. I think I saw the 72nd Salem Invitational Tournament. Wow. And uh, Centralia matching up with Effingham starting the day at 6 o'clock, and Orphans are impressive. Uh, this season, so that's a tough draw there for the Hearts. Mm -hmm. And a Champaign Central is against the host school Salem at 7.30. And like I mentioned, that's South Central and Yoga uh, matchup there. And uh, that'll do it uh, for uh, local sports from last night and uh, the schedule. But when we come back, we'll tell you about the conference tournaments. Yes, before we get there, though, just want to point out to you, Travis, we are two weeks away from knowing seeds for girls regionals, three weeks away from boys. Nice. Season coming fast. Yeah, that's right. You know, Lady Indians don't have very many games left no. mm -mm. after the conference tournament. Yep. So, yep. Um, yeah, it's coming before Before you know it. We know it there. And uh, speaking of uh, conference tournaments, like I mentioned, uh, we'll hit up on uh, the NTC as well as the uh, Lincoln uh, Prairie uh, boys brackets. We'll take a look at those coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. It's cold outside, but at McMahon Meats, we have a convenient drive-up window so you can stay in your car. Phone ahead at 217-813-6054 to place your order, and we will hand it to you in your warm car. McMahon Meats offers fresh cuts of beef, pork, chicken, and fish. We also offer a wide variety of sides and appetizers. Stop by today on Route 40 between Teutopolis and Effingham. Check us out online at mcmahonmeats.com or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. Hey, son, how are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. Navigating, without a compass, eyes waiting, started to wander. Metamorphosis, loss of who you thought you is. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world. But together, we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. 
This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. If you've been injured in an accident that wasn't your fault, we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions. They'll tell you if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-378-4750. So if you've been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, call now. Find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-378-4750 to speak with a live person now. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Tax Act can think of a million things more fun than filing taxes. Tax Act is going to name some now. Sitting in traffic. Folding a fitted bedsheet. Listening to your coworker talk about his fantasy team. Digging a hole. Digging an even larger hole next to that original hole. Unfortunately, Tax Act's filing software can't make taxes fun. But Tax Act can help you get them done. Tax Act. Let's get them over with. And now. And uh, number one in the West, give me Vegas. All in on Vegas. Give me the Raiders winning this division with Derek Carr. The starting lineup. I might even put a flyer on Derek Carr being the MVP. <laughs> All right. Uh, Raiders. Derek Carr's trash. 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 Wow. No respect. Worst QB in the division. That's why he has a chip on his shoulder. That's It'll why. stay there because he can't win the big games. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. We'll see. On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center Update. The Blues are getting ready for their home-and-home home against the Washington Capitals. Blues take on the Capitals in D.C. tomorrow night before returning to host Washington on Saturday. St. Louis coming off a 4-2 loss against the Flyers at home on Monday. Tomorrow's game begins at 6 o'clock. College basketball action from yesterday. Missouri State was crushed by Indiana State 88-66. Tonight, Southern Illinois will host Bradley. The Blackhawks beat San Jose Sharks 2-1 in a shootout at the United Center. Chicago still in last place in Central Division with 28 points and a 13-29-2 record. They visit Buffalo tonight. Bulls are getting ready for their game against the Raptors at Scotia Bank Arena tomorrow. Bulls are coming off a 109-91 loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers on Monday. They've lost two of their last three games. Chicago is ninth place in the Eastern Conference at 19-23. The Bears continuing their search for their next offensive coordinator. The Bears interviewed former Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman for their vacant position yesterday. Roman has been the OC for San Francisco, Buffalo, and Baltimore during his coaching career. He was with Baltimore from 2019 to 2022, but he resigned after the Ravens' AFC wildcard loss last year. Roman is the fifth known candidate for the offensive coordinator job, which became vacant when the team fired at Luke Getze after the 2023 season. And the Colts could be looking to add an upgrade to their passing attack. The star player becomes available with the Eagles wide receiver A.J. Brown disgruntled. Indy is the second favorite to land the wideout. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center updates there. Is AJ Brown still good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he is. All right, uh, so uh, let's take a look at uh, some uh, tournament uh, brackets here. I wanted to uh, hit up on the 88th 
National Trail Conference uh, Tournament will begin on a Monday, a January 22nd. That's next Monday. And it'll all get started there at a 6.15 with the uh, number 8 seed matching up with the uh, 9 seed. And Cowdenhurst Beecher City comes in as the 8 seed uh, this year. And uh, Nioga comes in there as the uh, 9 uh, seed there. And the winners of that game will take on the uh, number 1 overall seed, St. Anthony Bulldogs. Number 1 overall seed, number 1 in the AP uh, polls for Class 1A in the Nesto rankings as well. Uh, so, uh, tough draw uh, there. Same thing. Looks like a tough out this year. Uh, St. Noble Brownstown is the fourth seed, and they'll be matched up with North Clay to uh, start off the uh, tournament on a Tuesday as well. And Altamont, uh, they're defending champions two times over of this uh, conference tournament, and they're the two seed this year. They're matched up with the Windsor's Two Straws, the uh, seven uh, seed, and that game will be on a Wednesday, the first game of the day at a 6-15. And then the game following that is the three-seed Dietrich up against the six-seed South Central. And the winners of that game will go to the semifinals on a Friday night. Semifinals of the top half of the bracket will be on a Thursday, as well as some consolation games on Thursday as well and of course it all culminates with the championship saturday mm -hmm. uh there all gets going uh, there on a saturday at 11 30 next saturday and it concludes with the championship at a 7 30 always a hot ticket always a tough ticket to come by uh there for the uh, championship so yes, yes. you want to check it out no matter who's there and who's bringing the crowd mm -hmm. for sure on championship saturday uh, we also had the uh, Lincoln Prairie uh, Boys uh, Basketball Tournament brackets revealed uh, yesterday as uh, the uh, Cumberland Pirates there are in action as the uh, nine seed. They're matching up with Sarah uh, Gordo, and uh, all these games are going to take place at the higher seed. So this is in Sarah Gordo as the eighth seed, and it will begin in just two days on Friday. Yep, starting on Friday. Uh, that's where the, the Pirates will be Friday night. Big matchup. Sarah Gordo beat Cumberland earlier this year by 10. Uh, so we'll see if the Pirates can turn it around. And then the winner of that game will face the number one overall seed this year in the LPC. It's Arcola yep. and Arthur on Saturday. Yep, Saturday morning, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Um, and then the five seed Blue Ridge will be hosting the 12 seed Unity Christian at 6 o'clock on Friday. The LaGrove, the 6th seed, will host the 11th seed Heritage. And it will be the 7th seed Arthur hosting the 10th seed at Tri-County. Whenever that Blue Ridge Unity Christian matchup will match up on a Saturday at our, our at Arthur against the 4th seed Argenta. The winner of Villa Grove Heritage will be up against the 3 seed Oka Valley. And Arthur and a Tri-County winner will take on the 2 seed Sullivan. Mm -hmm. They're also concluding things on Saturday. Very uh Confusing bracket, uh, you know, 12 teams, double elimination, two-game minimum, four-game maximum tournament. Uh, not your typical everyday tournament bracket and tournament configuration. No, it's uh, it's kind of um, weird Different. with the yes. uh, uh, numbers, how yep. they numbered them yep. uh, there. But um, that's how they uh, work it in to the schedule so, that meets the, meets the school and everything. What that means is if you are in these first games on Friday, you know, your Cowden Herring beat your city, or uh, Sarah Gordo, 
your Cumberland, Blue Ridge, Unity, Villa Grove, Heritage, Arthur, Tri-County, and you lose Friday, you go to the loser side, and then if you lose that game, which would be next Wednesday, you're done. You don't get to play again. That's it. It's over. There is no, you know, ninth or 12th or 11th place, whatever. There's none of those. So, again, mm-hmm. very odd. You'll only play two games. Right. So, but that's how it works out. It is. Uh, there. And uh, we'll see how it all shakes out there on a Friday yep. when it begins and then continues on Saturday there in Arthur. All right, so we're up against the clock, and we're up against it, and we'll talk about some college basketball and try to squeeze in some hockey as well. I might have to squeeze that in in the pod, but uh, that's what we're closing out the show with. Mm-hmm. Up next. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. It's cold outside, but at McMahon Meats, we have a convenient drive-up window so you can stay in your car. Phone ahead at 217-813-6054 to place your order, and we will hand it to you in your warm car. McMahon Meats offers fresh cuts of beef, pork, chicken, and fish. We also offer a wide variety of sides and appetizers. Stop by today on Route 40 between Teutopolis and Effingham. Check us out online at mcmahonmeats.com or visit us on Facebook. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. Healthy life. Evan Canty and Michelle are unsportsmen. Multiple urinals. Do not go next to me. Yeah, one, if there's five urinals, one, three, and five. Then you fill in two and four. Where do you go if you're the first one in? I go to five. All I the go way to all the, the end. way to the end. That five. All the way yeah. to the end. Then yeah. the next person has to go to one. The next person three. That, yeah. Then you go there's two. There's a certain four. level of etiquette. A hundred percent. At the urinal. Yeah. Absolutely. There's correct. a workflow here. This is Canty from Unsportsmanlike. Listen to Unsportsmanlike Monday through Fridays on 98.9 The Game. And now, to ever be able to play in a Super Bowl in your home stadium. Thank you, five more dollars. We're allowed to say it. How many points are the Super Bowl worth? You just said it, five more dollars. Where, for people, if you had a Super Bowl... I said, legally, we are allowed to say it. I don't even want to do the show with you anymore. Anywho. The starting lineup. I think that's a lot of the appeal of the Super Bowl is that casual. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know if you would do that in the Super Bowl, but I, I said it again. <laughs> is that the fourth or fifth time today? Fourth time this segment. On 98.9 The Game.
and Lena for just a smidge bit longer. 98.9. Let's close it out here with uh, some uh, college basketball. We'll save hockey for the uh, pod. Uh, the number two team in the country now in that rivalry game there in uh, the other assembly hall. Uh, 87-66, Purdue picked up the win, and uh, Zach Eady was uh, pretty uh, dominant there last night. Uh, 33 points, 14 rebounds for the big fella, for uh, Coach Painter and the Boilermakers uh, there. And he only had one block, though. So how good of a game did he really have? That's right. Yeah, he's actually. Uh, Kansas with a win over Oklahoma State, a big 92-66 was the final uh, Tennessee, a rocky top. Uh, they get the win over Florida, 85-66. In OT, uh, Baylor goes down, uh, so another top-10 team goes down. Uh, and this time it was number nine, a uh, Baylor. Kansas State picks up the win, 68-64. And Wisconsin is perfect in the Big Ten no more as they lose here to Penn State, 87-83. And that was the uh, first-ranked win under new head coach there for Penn State. Nice. Uh, new Mexico upsets number 16, Utah State, 99-86. Uh, Cincinnati with a win over TCU, 81-77 in overtime. And a Baylor with a win over Iowa State, that's 20 versus 24, 87-72. And a Dayton wins by five over SLU, 70-65. And a Dayton now. 21 in the country and 4 and 0 in the A10. Mm-hmm. 14 and 2 overall. Uh, there for the Flyers. Uh, action tonight. You got the number one team in the country there at home as number one UConn takes on a number 18 a Creighton in a Big East battle. Uh, UConn favored by six and a half in that one. Uh, number eight Kentucky hosting a Mississippi State. Number 22 Old Miss. Against LSU, West Virginia at number 15, Oklahoma. Louisville at number 4, North Carolina. Number 25, Texas Tech at number 5, Houston in a Big 12 matchup. Uh, Texas Tech 3-0 in Big 12 play. Uh, Auburn at uh, Vanderbilt. Auburn's number 13 and number 12, Arizona, is hosting uh, Brawny and the Trojans Uh, of USC. 19.5-point favorites are the Wildcats. So, uh, USC, nah, is doing so hot. 500 mm-hmm. ball, 8-9 mm-hmm. and nine this season, despite LeBron and the celebrities showing up to the games. I was going to say, people are coming to the games. It's all that matters. The bright lights, exactly. Yep. Uh, Big 10 play tonight. You also got a Nebraska matched up with uh, Rutgers there at the rack. And uh, Maryland is uh, staying here in Illinois as they – uh, beat Illinois on Sunday. They'll try to beat Little Brother Northwestern uh, tonight. And in Northwestern, though, they're four and a half point favorites. Again, the disrespect of mm-hmm. the Terrapins. Um, if I was allowed to put entertainment on this one, I would probably put some entertainment on Maryland hmm. uh, tonight with four and a half point underdogs there in Evanston tonight. I'll take your word for it. Uh, you should. I will. <laughs> All right, and it will be done. And uh, we'll save uh, the hockey for the uh, podcast. And we also got some other random news and the notes to get to there as well. And uh, coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Carlin versus Joe. And enjoy.
Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Welcome to uh, the uh, podcast. And uh, coming up here in the uh, pod, we got some uh, this date in uh, sports history. We got some NHL that I wanted to uh, get to. And uh, you were working on something over there. Yeah, a couple, couple well. of things. We're working on, uh, we'll have an update on our MLB free agency game. Mm-hmm. As well as we'll have an update on Caitlin Clark. As well. Mm. Very well. As she keeps making things happen. Making things happen. Yep. All right. So uh, uh, before we get into any of that, is there anything on SportsCenter you wanted to hit on? Yes. The Steelers will retain their head coach for next season. Quit talking about it. Mike Tomlin agreed on Tuesday to come back for the 2024 season. So quit talking about it. He's going to be there. He's coming back. Yep. Yep. Atlanta Falcons have completed another high-profile meeting with potential head coach. The team announced on Tuesday they finished an interview with Michigan's Jim Harbaugh. So there you go. That one's done. I wonder if he's qualified. Falcons interviewing Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh as their two interviews. They're not setting the bar hall high at all for their fans to be disappointed, are they? Yeah. <laughs> no. Exactly. Yes. yes. <laughs> we talked about uh, Jason Kelsey retiring yesterday. Put a pin in that. We'll be back to it in a little bit. Because it may not be as easy as it sounds. Put a pin in it. Mm-hmm. Astros losing member of their bullpen. Houston reliever Kendall Graveman is expected to miss the entire 2024 campaign after undergoing surgery on his right shoulder. Hmm. Dusty Baker is returning to the Bay Area. USA Today reports that the legendary former manager is joining the San Francisco Giants for a third stint with the team as a special assistant to the front office. An official announcement on the move is expected this week. Baker is expected to serve as a special assistant to President of Baseball Operations Farron Ziad and CEO Larry Bauer. The 74-year-old Baker managed the Giants from 93 to 2002 before working as an advisor to Bauer in 18 and 19. He retired from the Astros following the 2022 season. 26 years a major league manager I did see that yep back uh, in San Fran yep 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 uh nice. Darius Garland has been cleared to resume encore activities after recovering from a broken jaw okay hmm. Ohio State is making a new hire for a new AD they announced that former Texas A&M AD Ross Bork will take over the Buckeyes in the same role hmm. um Bork is most known for recently firing Aggies head football coach Jimbo Fisher, who's still owed more than $76 million. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pay for a long time. Yep. Uh, Indianapolis Colts say owner Jim Ursay continues to recover from a respiratory illness. The team issued a statement after TMZ reported Ursay was found unresponsive in his bed last month. TMZ says comps were sent to Ursay's house early December 8th after someone reported finding him unconscious with a blue skin tone on the bathroom floor. Police reportedly administered one dose of the overdose drug Narcan before paramedics took over life-saving efforts. TMZ also noted that officers classified the incident as a, quote, overdose and, quote, 
overdose slash poisoning, end quote, in their report, but said it was unknown what Ursay had ingested before they arrived. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, and uh, apparently, you know, he was uh, recently uh, revealed that he was dealing with a severe respiratory illness, and that's the thing that they... Yep, they didn't want to come out and say... And then uh, now it's coming out with with this unresponsive and uh, whatnot. He's kind of been away from the uh, public eye, which is not like him. Like him. Uh, He reportedly and was confirmed by ESPN that he attended the December 16th home game against the Steelers eight days after that incident at his home. So, wow. How is this guy still running, running this team? No kidding. Man. Um, Got an update for you, Travis, on that Warriors-Jazz game. Uh, apparently, it was uh, assistant coach uh, Dayan Milojavic, uh, who was hospitalized in Salt Lake City Tuesday night, suffering a medical emergency during a private team dinner. Serbian media reported the coach suffered a heart attack. So Right, yeah. And I wasn't even going to... I uh, tried to butcher his name. Well, I had I had it there. You had the pronunciation. I, I tried, but it, it it still was butchered. Well, at least you tried. I tried. I gave it the old college try. The old <laughs> one two. The old he ho. Um, Detroit Lions fans are so loud and proud they broke Ford Field's decibel record last weekend during the Super Wild Card matchup between the Lions and the Rams. It was so loud in Detroit that the volume reached 133.6 decibels. The CDC says that's the equivalent to the sound of a jet engine. Meanwhile, NBC said the game averaged 35.8 million viewers on all platforms, which makes it TV's most watched primetime show since last year's Super Bowl, Travis. Mm. People tuned in to see the Lions. They did. When's the last time you heard that? Uh, not very much yep. or uh, not very often. Yep. Uh, there. So, yeah. Coming out for the Lions. Yes. Continuing on from last weekend's NFL, the fourth coldest game in NFL history saw nearly 70 people in attendance seek medical treatment in Kansas City. The Chiefs defeated the Dolphins in the Super Wild Card round of the playoffs. CNN reports at least half of the 69 people treated at the game were experiencing hypothermia symptoms. The final whistle yeah. of the temperature was negative 9 degrees and felt like negative 28. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not surprised. And finally, remember how I told you to say keep a pin in it? Mm-hmm. Philadelphia Eagles star Jason Kelsey isn't officially retired yet. On his New Heights podcast with his brother, Travis Kelsey, Jason said, when the time comes to announce what's happening in the future, it will be done in a way that's definitive. Following the Eagles' playoff loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, reports said that Jason told his teammates that his playing days were over. Jason says that he feels like there's too much emotion after a game like that to make such a decision. Jason said that he did address his teammates and told them to cherish the moments you have in this league. Hmm. So, hold the phone. Not official. But uh, another case of someone running with that. I mean, yeah, what if he did say after that loss from the man himself, he said that he told him to cherish the moments. Right. But he never actually said retire. No. But people ran with it. Right. Cherish the moments you have in this league. And just how he looked and how he acted. Right. You can assume that he is, but until you hear from the man himself. Yes. But we ran with it, and yep. now it's reported that he says he's retired. Uh, but the man himself On says he podcast, didn't say that. His own podcast says, no, not quite yet. I, it's too, Which I agree. I'm glad he said this because right after losing a playoff game, they probably should have won. I'm getting your butt kicked doing it. 
Yeah, especially how the season ended. It's not the time to make that decision. No. Give it a couple of days. You're very emotional. Definitely. So I I appreciate him saying, I haven't decided anything yet. Hmm. Jeez. And there you go. That is SportsCenter. Uh, I despise how we deliver news. I know. Sometimes. I'm sorry. Oh, and by the way, uh, State Farm Stadium in Glendale, um, the NCAA senior vice president of basketball said uh, that they're getting ready for the Final Four. So, getting ready. Team's working overtime there in uh, Phoenix to get things ready for the men's Final Four. Well, I, I know I wait till, uh, till the last minute on a lot of things, but... They got a little bit of time. They do. They do. Got some March. Yeah. They but they're they're getting ready, Travis. The Cardinals don't have the playoffs. Nope. They don't have the Super Bowl to worry nope. about. <laughs> so. Nope. They're getting ready though. I, I think they got better time. late than never. Guess so. Or better early than <laughs> never. Uh so you talked about the uh, Lions and I had to uh, look up something that I saw last night on uh X that I thought was pretty funny. Uh, but uh, according to ESPN, uh, the tickets are as low as $519 to get into that Lions uh, divisional game. Oh, nice. But there are other uh, outlets where uh, you can spend just $610 to catch every remaining Detroit Pistons home game this season. All right. In context, the get-in price for some Lions tickets for the divisional round is $728, according to Tick Picks. So you can go to every Pistons game for the remainder of the season for cheaper than one divisional game right now. And you may see more points at the Lions game than you'll <laughs> see in those Pistons games. You might. It is only the Bucks, but you might. So there you go. I mean, get in price to a divisional game. I mean, win per capita, Travis, of those those tickets. I mean... Those Pistons tickets are really expensive if you're going how much I'm paying per win to go to those games. <laughs> yeah. Those are yeah, pricey yeah. tickets. They are. Whereas the Lions, the 50-50 shot. I'm either paying all of it or none per I, win. But I imagine you could probably go lower for every uh, every Pistons game. Oh, yeah. For that and be able to see the rest of the season. So, um. Hey, like we said, funny. though, hats off to Pistons fans because they're still showing up. They're still yeah. 90% on ESPN, which that's probably 90% of the tickets sold. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily mean that so many people are there. But still, that's good for a team as bad as they are. Yeah. And they've turned it around recently with a couple of wins. And they've doubled their win total in the past week. To four. Doubled their <laughs> win total in the past week, Travis. Uh, yeah, I guess it's all. We go all. a whole month without winning. Yeah, so it's, it's all how you look at it. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's see here. I wanted to get to some hockey before we get to uh, this date. So uh, the Avalanche won over the uh, Senators, and they scored the first five goals of the game, uh, and they end up winning a seven to four. The uh, final Avalanche 29, a 13, and a 3 this season. Uh, the Rangers win over your Kraken 5 to 2. Yeah. Uh, the Rangers 28, 13, and 2 on the season. Uh, Kraken 19 and 16 and 9 this year. Not good. 
So not where you'd like it to be. Not no. where it was last season. No. Uh, Alexander Ovechkin misses his uh, third a straight game, but the uh, Capitals uh, pitch a shutout two to nothing against the uh, Ducks. Uh, the uh, Stars went over the uh, Kings of five to one, and uh, the Jets with the W over the Islanders four to two. Jets doing good this year, twenty nine ten and four on the season for Winnipeg. Uh, Eric mentioned in the Sports Center earlier in the show the Blackhawks got that shootout victory over the Sharks. Good for you. You beat a ten win Shark team. Hey, two to one. I'll take wins when I can get them. Of course, that was without the services of Connor Bedard. As well, he's been, he's out for a while. Yeah. Uh, the Flames with the win in overtime over the Coyotes, a three to two, and Edmonton with the win over the uh, Maple Leafs, a four to two, in that rivalry uh, game uh, there. I know Austin Matthews scored a goal, also had an assist in uh, that one. Um, let's see, uh, uh, McDavid had an assist, but I uh, didn't have a goal. And that one, so uh, let's see action uh, for this evening. Uh, speaking of Detroit, uh, they're on the road in uh, Florida to take on the uh, Panthers. Uh, Panthers twenty-seven, thirteen, and three this year. Uh, the Canadians matched up with the uh, Devils and uh, the Blackhawks in uh, Buffalo game. That game has already been uh, postponed. To a January 18th with uh, still weather in the uh, Buffalo area uh, there. I guess you can't get in and out. So that's postponed until tomorrow, mm-hmm. actually. So uh, postponements all over the place yep. here today. All right. So uh, that's a little update on your hockey. Well, before we move on to the state and sports history, Travis, real update, Caitlin Clark. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is now fourth on uh, most career points. She is at a clip now that would make it so that she will break that before the Illinois game. Remember, we had the Illinois game kind of penciled in. Um, it looks like she is going to break that. The problem is it looks like she's going to end up breaking the record at Indiana. This is one of those things you kind of like to do it at home, right? Oh, yeah. So um, the Illinois game would have been a home game for Iowa. February 15th against Michigan would be a home game, but she'd have to average 31.7 points per game from now on in order to do um, She's averaging 27.8 points per game in her career. Probably the second most by a player in D1 history. Um, she has 47 career 30-point games, including 10 this season, so most by a D1 player in the last 25 years, and 15 career triple-doubles has her behind Sabrina Inescu's 26. And if Clark were to lead Division One in scoring average this season, which she is on pace to do, she would be the first all-time to lead the category in three different seasons. Assuming she remains in good health, the Big Ten career three-point record is also obtainable as well as the Big Ten points record. She's going to get the three... Big Ten points record, as she's currently at 3,306 points. The Big Ten record is 3,402. She's going to get 100 points before the end of the year. That's yes. pretty much guaranteed. Um, Three-pointers, yeah. though, she's at 444. The Big Ten record is 497. So um, she also has a chance to chase down the Division One single-season points record, which was set by Kelsey Plum in 2016. That is 1,109. Clark has already 589 points this season. So she's on pace. 
and she is uh, 60 more assists will get her to 1,000, Travis. If she is able to get to 1,000 assists, she'd be the first player in D1 history, men or women, to reach 3,000 points and 1,000 assists. She's already the first player in D1 history with at least 3,000 points, 750 rebounds, and 750 assists. So, mm. how's that? Wow. She's going to look so good over there in Indy. <laughs> Next year, close to home. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that would maybe be appropriate that she does it. In oh, that's Indiana, true. That's true. I'm that sure the scouts will be right there watching her. This is the type of player you don't need to go scout. Yeah, right? If you no. have the one pick, you're just take, taking her. Yeah. You don't need to scout her. It's okay. No. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to scout Save that. Save the scouts at home. Mm. Cut down your travel bill. Ticket prices, though, for Iowa basketball, they're right up there, too. Well, that's because everyone wants to see the history made. I mean, even the next Saturday's game against Nebraska there in Iowa, it's $214 is low. So, um, but, yeah, especially that one that's projected against Illinois, yeah, that's $312. Mm-hmm. $81 to get in for the Indiana game hmm. right now. Only going to go up if she gets oh, closer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, there. And, I mean, even on the road, the Northwestern is almost 200 and at Nebraska is almost 200 as well. Hmm. Hot ticket item. Yep. Uh, there. It's a so. damn shame that that game's not in Champaign. I know. You'd go. I would. Yep. 100%. Yep. As I'm sure other people oh, yeah. uh, would as well. But F- nope. Pack the place. Have to travel to Iowa if you want to see it. Uh, I'm good. I figured you would be. It's on a Sunday. Yep. To come back late, I have to work on Monday. Yep. Probably couldn't get off. No. So. Probably got a girls' game to do. Yeah, I mean, probably that would be potentially in postseason. Yep. 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 All right, you ready for – oh, do you want to do MLB free agency update game? Yeah, we can do that. Okay, I'm just going to give point totals. We'll dive more into it later. Travis, you have four points. Mm-hmm. I have two. Huh. Only four. Uh, four out of one, two, three. <laughs> we did a four, lot. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. You're 25%. No. That's better than two out of 16. Yeah, it's... That's one that's for eight. That's decent. That's one for eight. That's decent in baseball terms. The only one... We only got one both right. We both got Shehu Otani going to the Dodgers. Hmm. Which I think when we did it was kind of... I mean, that was the rumor all year. Right. You got Sonny Gray going to your Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I said Sonny Gray was going to go to the Phillies. I got Shota going to the Cubs. You said he was going to the Mariners. And you got Giolito going to the Red Sox, Travis. Oh, look at that. I had him going to the Pirates. <laughs> uh, you also had Soto being traded to the Yankees. I said the Mets. So you got that one mm-hmm. as well. But you did miss out on Tyler O'Neill being traded to the Red Sox. You had him going to the Mariners. Yeah. <laughs> and we both missed Glasnow. <laughs> no one thought he was going to the Dodgers. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, looking back, some of these are funny. Waka to the Cardinals. We both said that. 
Flaherty to the Braves. He ended up going to the Tigers. <laughs> yeah. Tigers of all teams. Stroman to either the Padres or the Rays. Nope. Yankees. Pascar Hernandez to the Mets or the Twins. Nope. Dodgers. <laughs> Dodgers. Yamamoto to the Cards or the Yankees. Nope. Dodgers. <laughs> Jeez. Uh. We each only guessed Dodgers one time. Oh, no. I did. We each did two. I also think that Clayton Kershaw will go back to the Dodgers. Still waiting on that one. Still waiting. And you say Jock Peterson's going to go to the Dodgers. So, mm. you're still waiting. There you go. Still got a chance to get some more Dodgers points. They have money, apparently, to throw around. I mean, Just yeah. to further, defer the contracts for 45 yeah, years exactly. or They at least have some money to spend for the next 10 years. Yeah, yeah. After that, they're screwed. But. Uh-huh. Well, they're hoping to make more. That's the, that's the thing. Mm. They just print money. That's all they do. Apparently. Alrighty. Sports history. Ah, uh, yeah, I think that's all, right. uh, all we have left. All right, January seventeenth, nineteen eighty-eight. Travis Brown's running back Ernest Biner coughs up the ball in a play later, dubbed the fumble, which allows the Broncos to beat Cleveland in the AFC Championship game. Mm. Cleveland AFC Championship. They lost it. Yep. Nice. January seventeenth, nineteen ninety-nine. In a game that ruined what I feel is one of the best regular seasons ever. The Minnesota Vikings fall in overtime to the Atlanta Falcons after Gary Anderson missed his only field goal of the whole season late in the fourth quarter. The Falcons would drive, get a game-time touchdown, send the contest in overtime, and then their kicker, Morton Anderson, wins it with a 38-yard field goal. That 15-1 Vikings team, that was an amazing team. Set the record for points scored in a season. It's now the sixth most, but at the time it was the most. Moss and Carter and and um, Dante Culpepper. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, some still some sore feelings there for the Viking fans. Yep. yep. They yep. thought they had it that year. Oh, they they should have. They should have. Instead, we get Jamal Anderson in the. Super Bowl and they end up losing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 2004, number one Connecticut loses to number nine North Carolina, 86-83, despite the Huskies nearly overcoming 14-point halftime deficit. Rashard McCants has 27 points for the Tar Heels, while UConn's Emeka Okafor leads all scorers with 29 points. Emeka Okafor. 04 North Carolina team. Did they do anything? No, they shouldn't have. Mm, yeah. And finally, on this date in 2012, in the third quarter of Miami Heat's 92-75 victory over the Golden State Warriors, that was back before Golden State was good. Um, the Heat beat them 92-75. to LeBron becomes the youngest player in NBA history to record 20,000 career points, as he did it at 28 years, 17 days, past Kobe Bryant's 29 years and 122 days. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Coming up tomorrow, we have even more NFL playoff talk. In our This Day in Sports History. And then on uh, Friday, of course, jam-packed for the weekend, including people coming out of retirement, a famous rule that was made as well, mm-hmm. and a certain uh, person going on a rant in a post-game interview. We'll talk more about that coming up on Friday. Ooh. Very well. So, that's it. That's all I got. That's all you got. All right. So I don't think I have anything else left here. I think I got to 
everything that I wanted to do with hockey and everything. All right, so uh, let's uh, call it here, and uh, that'll do it for today's program. And we'll be uh, back tomorrow, your Thursday edition. And so until then, have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We'll talk to you in a Peace out. Man.